0: Have to eat. I have to eat vegetarian food today because I'm doing. Excuse me, Reiki food or Reiki training tomorrow? Cool. Oh, um, what does
1: that involve? I'm actually so fascinated to ask about it because I had seen you spoke about it on your stories, and I had actually gone to a session recently, and yeah. I was so I was dying to hear like all about it, and like because you obviously have more experience with it, and I'm still kind of like you know sometimes when you're so like I went for my first session and I went in and like she's chit chatting away and like I'm. I have a very open mind, but at the same time, I'm a bit so skeptical. And, yeah, a bit skeptical. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly, that's skeptical. Is the word. So she's talking, and I'm like, hmm, and I'm like, no, no, keep it open mind, keep it open mind.
0: <laughs> no, I was the exact same. Um, I only started it last year, um, but even at that, I was very skeptical, and I was like, she kind of knew this about me, but like, okay, oh, uh, she kind of knew this about me, but I'm like how do you know that like this could be coincidence this could be because of this you know that kind of way yeah um, totally. so yeah no I think stick with it and you'll be surprised um oh definitely go on it's like it's like one of it's obviously a spiritual thing but it's also like your physical body as well so yeah. um, and it's it's something that we with science we haven't been able to like describe or whatever or measure so it's not, it's not all woo-woo. It is actually physical energy kind of stuff. We just don't, we're sceptical because we don't really know what the fuck's going on, basically, we can't explain it. <laughs> totally,
1: because even after my first session, I was like so convinced. Literally after one session, I was like, oh my God, like I couldn't believe it. And even it was so funny because I met someone after and they actually thought I was mad. Like, But I was like, the whole thing was, <laughs> the whole experience was just really cool. And I think it really like, confirmed a lot of things in my head where I was like, no, no, there is actually some truth behind this. And it definitely is like, like you said, it's not all woo-woo kind of made up stuff. Like there is yeah. logic behind it. And like even if it hasn't been, I don't know, scientifically proven or whatever, there's definitely something to get from it, I think. Absolutely. So how are you? Do you want to like tell us a bit about yourself, like all that, and introduce yourself? You could probably do a better job than me. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um god I uh, haven't done this in a while I can't remember <laughs> who I am who am I um, I know it's a tough question to be fair <laughs> um so my name's Orla Swan um I'm known on Instagram as the health one um it's really funny when people call me the health one because I'm like no that's my brand business name not my, my <laughs> name <laughs> um but yeah I am a health coach slash nutritionist and um, that specializes with um, working with women um, on hormones, PCOS, periods, PMS, uh, gut health, IBS, um, constipation, bloating diarrhea, the whole lot. Um, and then relationship with food, disordered eating, and kind of relationship with your body as well. So yeah, um currently living in Bali, um, been chaplain changing location quite a while, but we're we're back in Mama Valley at the minute. <laughs>
1: for real and like how did you get into all that like because there's a lot there and I know like let's say even to pick one of those things out by themselves like there's a whole area and there's like a whole dimension to that within itself like even for instance disordered eating or whatever like that's a huge topic within itself so like how did you kind of fall Uh into all that it is you do
0: um basically my own experience um so I like I've kind of dealt with a lot of health issues throughout the years um so I've got IBS I've got which is irritable bowel syndrome I've got PCOS which is polycystic ovarian syndrome and I've had eating disorders as well um issues with my mental health my physical health everything kind of unexplainable symptoms throughout the years why so just from years of going going to doctors and kind of getting tests done and always been told that there's nothing wrong with me When there is clearly a lot wrong with me (laughs) um I just felt a bit deflated and defeated and I was like no I'm just I'm 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 very determined and I think because I had a science background um science has given me that kind of critical mindset and that kind of inquisitive mindset where I always want to know the reason why behind things so like if I go to the doctor and they'll tell me that there's nothing wrong with me because they've done X, Y, Z blood tests. I'm like, okay, but why? <laughs> why is there nothing wrong with me, but you can clearly see my physical symptoms that there's something wrong with me. Yeah. And just from years of being like dismissed and gaslit and told, just go on the pill, just take laxatives, uh, just go to therapy, not really connecting the dots of them all. I just said, okay, well, no one's clearly going to help me, so I have to help myself. Um, so it was oh, yeah. through it was through that really that got me into it and then I did my nutrition certificate after my science degree just purely for myself again and then I, I had set up my Instagram page in the meantime and I was like maybe I could make this a career but I like I was like no I have like a science degree I'm doing a job in science science world there's no need to change jobs I'm like who changes jobs after doing the science degree and how would I be able to be self-employed? Like, that's not even a thing. And like, yeah, I think I, COVID did me wonders. It was like the year that, like, obviously it was a fucking shit two years, but um, it was like the year that I needed really, because I was able to, didn't have anything else to do. So I was able to work two jobs, um, working my full-time job and then doing my bit of health on, like in the even times and the weekends and stuff like that. So yeah, that's kind of how I've gotten to where I am today.
1: No that's so cool and like you said it's it makes it that bit even more interesting the fact that you kind of have a personal connection to the whole story and like why it is you're doing it I think it makes everything so much easier when like you can personally relate to it and you know it gives yeah. you I suppose motivation knowing that you're helping others through what you went through yourself because I know that yeah. like is in it can be very hard sometimes like you said to get to the root of different things because as people were all so complex and like we all have such different genetics and genes and you know we're all very different so trying to find what's wrong with everyone can be very hard and like you said sometimes often there can be like a bandage put on it as opposed to finding the root of the problem and kind of sorting it out but yeah and then I was going to say about the like, reiki and stuff we had kind of touched on that because like i'm so interested in that myself recently like having done a session on it um now literally the one session but um <laughs> i've seen you like you're massive into like breathwork and reiki and all that so yeah can you just explain to people i suppose what even reiki is because i know i kind of i went having an idea but the second i went into the session i was can you tell me exactly like what it is i'm like you i like to understand everything i'm very analytical and i like to know the reasoning behind everything so like that and she gave me a full explanation on it it was fascinating i found it really interesting so do you mind just kind of going into that and what reiki is and breath work and everything that you do
0: yeah 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 um so i haven't done my break my breaky my reiki training yet so i'm doing that tomorrow so i wouldn't like i'm not level expert at it or anything like that i haven't been what's called attuned so you need to have like a Reiki someone that's trained in Reiki basically to train you to like I don't even know activate your energy or something so um like you I went into this with an open, open mind that um I was very skeptical so what I did was I actually followed the manifestation bit but I don't know if you've ever heard of her no no I will um, follow so, her though after this <laughs> yeah she I learned a lot from her so she was someone that it was like December 2020 I think and I was like well okay we're this shit's obviously not going to end anytime soon so I started to just look at spiritual things because I was like I'm gonna have to help my mental health to push on through and so basically she was really good and started listening to her podcast and stuff and she did a one-year experiment where because she was like very science driven and analytical mind logical all that kind of stuff same as both of us she had kind of like inklings kind of intuitive feelings that this stuff was kind of for her but she was like but no you can't prove this but no people talk shit just really kind of taking in other people's experiences and doubts and beliefs instead of actually making her own beliefs and having her own experience so she gave it one year um just without any doubts just to go with it to be as open-minded as possible to try as many things as possible and I did the exact same thing and and my life literally changed (laughs) so within like two months I had decided to change like move out of the move out of Ireland and just change locations and just um just go for things more and then like lots of different things happened with manifestation that like I still didn't even really believe but I was kind of like okay well at least if anything this is making me more motivated this is making me more determined believing in myself that little bit more so I was kind of being like okay well this isn't harming me at all and I kept with it and then started to do the likes of Reiki started to do breath work more meditations more kind of trippy meditations as well (laughs) because I would have done like the calm app for a long time that really really helped me that's what i actually
1: do at the minute um that's what i use as well and i got i think it was like a year subscription or something and i found it so good as well it's so handy to like because you can literally like my mood on the day i just look it up and then a meditation matches your mood it's yeah. really cool and you can kind of but yeah sorry i interrupted you anyway.
0: no you're all good um no that literally saved my life so i would have so I had eating disorders and like crippling anxiety like severe social anxiety so funny someone was saying to me the other day she's like oh my god I I I just met her here in Bali and she's like I love your podcast um I really love listening to it you're a natural blah 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 I was like I'm not a natural like I have spent years practicing public speaking because I had social anxiety like I couldn't even walk into a college lecture without being riddled with fear because I'd be like oh my god people are staring at me I don't know where I'm gonna be able to see a seat I don't know if, if people are gonna be talking about me blah 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 like yeah. it was so bad even walking down the road um like I remember the very stupid fucking men will beep their horn at you yeah. that would literally <laughs> that would literally send Shockwave through my body because I was always so on edge um so yeah starting to meditate was like the turning point for me I think there was obviously a lot of inner work that I had to do and like counseling and um a lot of things with my environment and relationships and stuff like that and kind of uncovering a lot of things with my relationship with food and moving away from uh, eating disorder and stuff like that but meditation helped me to actually calm, to actually be able to regulate my nervous system to the point where I could actually think clearly, think rationally, um, see that I'm safe in my environment, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm now obsessed with the nervous system and I'm doing a clinical trauma course at the moment. Um, And I'm fascinated by how, like, breathwork, Reiki, whatever it is that you're doing can help you get into a regulated state because majority of us are going 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 that we haven't got any space in our minds to think to be happy to be creative to connect with others instead we're actually kind of operating from our ego or from a place of fear or from just really always feeling the need to do instead of just be so like even with meditating people would always make the excuse that i don't have time and it's like make time for yourself because no one's going to make time for you um totally. but a lot of different, so these would be kind of like healing modalities or um, activities you can do to regulate your nervous system. And a lot of them can be literally just surface level that you can do on, um, due to relax, due to kind of reset your nervous system and shift into the calm side of your nervous system, which is the parasympathetic. And um, you can also do like yoga, relaxing, sitting and watch the waves. Um, reading all that kind of stuff as well but i suppose these healing modalities have that extra layer where you can actually access like your subconscious or you can clear your energy so at reiki there's actually energy points within your body that you you can't see or you can't feel but once you start to access them you can tell. So if you go to Reiki, you might you might be told that one area is blocked. So you've got seven chakra points. There, well, there's different styles of Reiki, I think, that have different, many different points. If there's even like 12 and stuff like that, the one I just know is a seven and um, from like what I've been, what Reiki sessions I've done myself. Um, and basically, like at the moment, my root chakra, which is kind of the the bottom one for being grounded and feeling safe in your environment, is is blocked block disorders off say and that's not a co- that's not um a surprise to me because I am um, just after getting to get into a new environment I've just been on the go for the last three months traveling around I haven't had like a, a stable home or environment so I've no doubt that that's that's a little bit blocked um your heart could be blocked after you're experiencing People like relationships or whatever, um, and your like your gut say can be affected by your confidence, which is like your um your solar plexus chakra. So there's there's lots of different areas that you can work on, and I suppose even if you don't relate to the kind of energy, if you can't really like you're like okay, yeah, she's kind of talking a lot of shit, talking to me about chakras and stuff. <laughs> if, if, if that doesn't make sense for you at the very least you're going to be able to relax during a session it's like a long meditation and usually they should give you some sort of advice of something you can work on so trying for me right now trying to kind of ground myself in the environment trying to make myself slow down trying to make myself take in the nature try not to be on the go all the time try to relax a little bit more or say my sacral chakra is your kind of sexual uh chakra or like your feminine chakra your creative chakra so if I'm not feeling that the energy of that in my life I can connect with that a little bit more by painting by doing some dancing by um really trying to do something that kind of ignites that within me and that has benefits for other areas of your life as well so it's a combination of like energetic stuff that we can't really see unless obviously you've done that training and also then it can be a little bit of self-development work and what I will say is like you need to or anyone is and I suppose you need to have your own evidence that this stuff works for you like it's not like if you told me two years ago that I would be actually doing training in Reiki I'd be like she is she's lost it like she needs to be checked in <laughs> somewhere so that that's kind of what I was say like to anyone embarking on like a spiritual journey or trying these new healing modalities or whatever something might work for you and something might not work for the other person like I'm not really fully into breath work I find it a little bit don't know if it's for me yet but I'm still being open-minded still giving it a shot and if it doesn't really work for me that's fine I have other things that I can try here I'm going to try another thing in two weeks called kundalini activation which to me is like next level reiki it's like crazy shit so I actually I can't wait to try that but again I don't know how that's going to affect me I don't know if it's going to work for me etc etc so it's just really about exploring going in with that open mind and really just at the minimum like I said it's self-development it's relaxation it's you giving yourself time a lot of us don't make time for
1: ourselves. Totally agree and like I remember before I was listening to this podcast and like that they were talking about something similar I can't remember I think it was manifestation actually and they were talking about manifestation and obviously like people have their own opinions on it and whatever but she was just like look try it and I have got nothing to lose by trying it do you know what I mean but yeah. like, then you've got yeah. everything to lose by not trying it if you try it and it doesn't work for you like fine but at least you gave it a go. and I think that's always the mindset I try to take towards everything I ever try, because that, it's like you said it literally transformed your life in the instance that like you went from having just this crippling anxiety to being able to live your life and set up your own business and achieve so much which is amazing mm-hmm. so you obviously got so much from it had you never tried it who knows do you know that kind of yeah.
0: way yeah and then yeah
1: you had mentioned there I don't know if you're comfortable speaking about it and it's so fair if you're not but you going through anxiety and I think everyone has definitely experienced periods of anxiety in their life like you know what I mean everyone everyone's experience is different someone might experience it every now and again or people there might be people going through it all the time so like how did you better learn to deal with it or cope with it when you were going through it because I know I I just think everyone will experience it at some point in their life whether it be there's a difference between experiencing anxiety and having anxiety but like that yeah. either way people need to know how to cope so like what is your kind of advice or experience on it and how did you overcome those awful feelings that
0: you went through <laughs> yeah we i was just talking to my friend the other day about how we years ago, we didn't even have the language to talk about what it was. Like, we had these feelings and sensations in our body, but we'd no fucking clue what it was. Like, I thought I was a little bit crazy. Um, I thought there was a lot wrong with me. A lot of the time, I thought like literally there was something wrong with me because I couldn't literally be around people. I had fear, and it's so funny because a lot of people thought that I was this confident person, but internally, like, riddled with fear. Um, like, it's not there's not one thing that I did, it was years of. Changing my environment, changing my mindset, changing the state of my body. So, we're work, working on my nervous system, uh, releasing any like pressure on myself. Like, I was really like was an overachiever, um, a perfectionist. Really tried to work quite a lot so I'd have a lot of money, but then people please and go out like three nights in the weekend while also doing a full time college degree. Like, what the fuck? So. I had insomnia because of that obviously I had no period as well um I was striving to have like the perfect body get abs all this kind of stuff so it was it was a lot of striving It was a lot of like external validation it was a lot of um not being connected to myself really that that's kind of what it does boil down to it was everything external that I was striving for or trying to do or trying to people please to be to like to feel loved or to feel accepted or whatever instead of like actually going internally and be like well what do I actually want with my life what do I actually what way do I actually want to feel like do I actually even like these people that I'm actually that I'm trying to be liked by and um, do I even want to do this job that I am doing because I know it looks good or because someone told me to do it or because it's what my parents want me or whatever you know so I think I just I had a few epiphanies like I had a few moments like like I had a few moments basically that in that year so it was 2017 was the year that it it shifted for me um two girls I know I know died in this space of like four months at the same age as me two different things um and sorry it's two different ways and I literally in that moment was just like what the fuck am I doing with my life (laughs) it's like I literally like we're not guaranteed tomorrow and here I am just throwing my life away, trying to please others all the time, trying to do all these things, really feeling miserable in myself, like fucking miserable because I had depression as well as anxiety. Um, so that was fucking fun. <laughs> but um I think I just started to really get into self development. I really started to read all the books, all the all the things, and they're great to an extent, but the problem was then I kind of went down the road of um too much mindset not enough work on my body so it's really about the balance between the two you do need to really like start journaling start doing some sort of therapy um, start talking to people I never told anyone what it was like for me um, I never let people into how I was feeling because I was had fear of like rejection that people think I was a freak and blah 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 Um, but with the body there was physiological influences on my body so I had PCOS undiagnosed I had IBS undiagnosed so they're both issues with um, your hormones um, your nervous system and your gut health inflammation etc cetera, etc cetera. so they were influencing my mental health at the same time which I didn't realize um, then the body in terms of stress if you're constantly in a state of stress you're not going to be able to reproduce on the hormones that make you feel at your best you're not going to be able to access the part of your brain that, that allow you to feel happy. You're going to be constantly in fear. Our bodies basically seek danger to keep us safe. Okay. So at the end of the day, we're just trying to protect ourselves. But if you're constantly trying to protect yourself, you might be looking for dangers that aren't actually there. So you might not actually be able to be in the present moment and to enjoy your life. Um, so mindfulness was a massive thing that really helped me. And um, meditation and like reading the book, The Power of Now, really helped me as well. But at the end of the day you still need to regulate your body you still need to actually look at your routine and and see if you're doing way too much have you got any moments in your day where you actually just sit and be just drink your cup of tea in silence just do some stretching um just relax a little bit most of us know most of us are a lot of people are afraid to be alone i think um because we're afraid to be alone with our thoughts which is it's very sad but it's also an opportunity like it's an opportunity for us to be like why am I so afraid of being alone like why can't I give myself that love that I'm giving to everyone else like why can't I fill myself up first and maybe there's reasons that you have gotten to that point like maybe you've internalized how other people have treated you along the way and that's where the likes of journaling the likes of therapy have really really helped as well so yeah I I think that there's not there's not one approach but try a lot of the things and don't stop because I once thought that I would never ever 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 get to where I am now and I have but that's obviously been years and I suppose what you said was to overcome anxiety and that was something that I always tried to do was overcome anxiety overcome depression but at the end of the day it is on a spectrum we all have we all have like I suppose we're on the mental health spectrum we could have a low day but doesn't mean we've got depression Um, you could have um, a really stressful day, but doesn't mean you've got anxiety. So there are disorders that would be on say the very right end of the spectrum and then kind of good mental health or like regulated body, regulated nervous system, practicing mindfulness, all that good stuff would be on the far left. So we can very much go up and down the spectrum or up and down the scale, depending on what our environment is like, if we don't kind of be careful about our routines if we slip on those habits that we know we should be doing but we're still just kind of deprioritizing because we think work is more important or because we've got so many hands coming up this summer or whatever this is where we need to be honest with ourselves and understand that we have got a certain level of responsibility and accountability and I think with mental health when you are looking externally you think that your mental health will improve when the external will will improve so whether that's your body image like your body weight or whatever whether that's when you get a promotion whether that is when you change country you get to move out of the country or whatever but internally is how you're going to feel better of course your environment of course those factors will influence you but it really is about the state of your body the state of your mind the state of your emotions and if you can like really get I suppose really get Routine or really get consistent with practicing those habits that make you feel good, or keep your mindset and your body in check. That's that's like half the battle, if not more.
1: It's so true what you say, and I'm smiling because I can relate so much to what you said. <laughs> particularly when you were just talking about basically being on overdrive and constantly going, going, going. And I totally yeah. get that. And this idea of being with people all the time and never being with yourself and saying yes to everything. I think we're all somewhat. I don't know, like prone to it or inclined towards it. I don't know why, but I I, I can see it in a lot of people, not just myself. I can see it in others as well that tendency to be constantly giving yourself to other people and never taking the time for yourself. And it's so true because you had mentioned how transformative COVID was for you. And like that, I think it was transformative for everyone. Like, of course, there was the awful side to it, but equally, like it forced people to slow down and just kind of take a moment to be like, okay where do I want to go what do I want to do you know and just kind of take the time for yourself I suppose to think about you and prioritize you first and that point was it's so interesting and again like sorry for using the word overcome but I totally get what you mean that like you will never actually overcome it it's just a matter of like maintaining it and knowing yourself and being in tune with yourself and kind of recognizing the early the early signs of when you know you're kind of getting to a place that like you don't want to be in in terms of feeling anxious or feeling down or you know and just knowing how to like remedy yourself and put yourself first and yeah yeah
0: go on sorry sorry go on just really understanding that like it is you are going to experience depression or sorry like a low mood that kind of feels like a little bit of depression or like anxiety or stress or emotions from time to time and like that's okay I suppose it's not to like suppress your emotions or to freak out because you're feeling anxious it's just to understand that like we are human beings at the end of the day we're going to experience a full spectrum of emotions from time to time and um, like I was very anxious and kind of upset and stuff last week for personal reasons but um, a few weeks ago I was just doing too much in my routine as well and I had a little bit of anxiety so uh, although I've gotten to a place where I no longer have an anxiety disorder or have suffer really badly with depression I'm still so human. I can still experience it from time to time. And that's, I suppose, a piece that I meant about like accountability and being honest with yourself.
1: And I think you touched on it there as well just the self compassion when you're going through those emotions to just sit with yourself and be like, this is okay. This is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And just sit with it for now and kind of let it happen as opposed to force yourself to be better, like force yourself to. Try and move beyond it or question or like put yourself down for feeling that way it's all so normal and just i think that was one thing i learned as well as kind of taking the time to be like okay i don't feel great today this is what i'm going to do to make myself feel better and like not feeling bad having to cancel on others or you know trying mm-hmm. to put others always before yourself i suppose but you touched yeah. on travel there as well how big it was for you to move out of ireland and go somewhere else. And I've kind of touched on it with other people before as well. And I'm a big advocate for travel. Like I love the idea of going seeing other countries, experiencing new cultures and all that. So like how has your experience been in traveling? Like where have you gone? What have you done and what have you learned from it?
0: Uh where to start. (laughs) (laughs) Um I suppose 20 I don't even know what year it is. 2021, I lived in Portugal for six months. So that would have been the first time I moved out from home because when I went to college and stuff it was right around the corner from my family home so it didn't make any sense to move and um, when people were doing j1s and stuff I just still was working 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 and then kind of did holidays and stuff so up until that point I'd only ever done like my longest holiday would have been a month in Thailand Um, so I always loved travel but I never I think I think as well I would have always had a kind of a fear of going solo And then also like I couldn't really get friends to go with me long term and my health was really bad like I remember when I was in Thailand that time like my health was so bad. I like my IBS, PCOS, eating disorder, everything was just it, it consumed all my my holidays. So I think travel up until like 20, 2019 or even like before like after COVID was like I suppose it was kind of overshadowed by my health I suppose and um, or even like the fear of, of doing things or whatever whereas in Covid I think I just decided I can't fucking do this anymore I need to move out and I couldn't afford living out in Dublin because it's just extortionate um so I decided to go to Portugal and I just have not looked back since I absolutely love it it has opened my mind up so much I think I want to just say in Ireland, I think whenever you live where you live, you're going to be closed-minded. You're not going to experience diversity, different cultures, different ways of thinking. We are all very in much that kind of sheep mentality if we don't get exposure to it. Now, obviously, we're very lucky that we've got technology these days. We can read books, we can listen to podcasts and all that kind of stuff to open our mind. But I do think that there's a lot to be said about like putting yourself into a different environment and really like talking to anyone. Like I i would chat the hours of anyone now and just start up talking to them whereas before with that like social anxiety i would never dream of talking to someone else that i didn't know i wouldn't even want to like walk into an event without like having my friend at the door you know that kind of way totally that rare, like meeting someone beforehand yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so like that's the difference now like i i'll go off on a plane by myself i'll go off to the shops by myself i'll figure things out i'll go off exploring i'll chat to someone random Um and your fear lessens because like with anything with fear, your exposure to something helps it reduce. Like you get evidence that that bad thing that you thought was going to happen isn't actually there because you've got evidence that it is good, it's beneficial for you, for your mindset, your health, whatever it is. Um so yeah, I always wanted to go to Bali. I actually always wanted to go to Australia, but then COVID happened, so I didn't get to do that. Um, so possibly still gonna do that at some stage. But I was like okay I can't go to Australia I'll go to Bali um, and because I saw a lot of people online working for themselves and like living there and I was like okay maybe that's somewhere that because I don't have colleagues anymore I could have people that can co-work with and all that kind of stuff and um, so I went to I only meant to go to Portugal for like two or three months and wait until I could go to Bali then in summer and then they closed their borders and I was like oh my god so I had to go to Bali. in i think i went in october uh, of 2021 I stayed here for six months then i left i decided that i was going to like meet friends along the way in um meet friends along the way in europe and go to italy i went to portugal again and um, went to like festivals and stuff like that and then went back to ireland i think i recognized though that that kind of traveling isn't for me anymore i think because i'm working as i'm going oh I think my earphones just turned off today. Okay, one of them is working. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so because I think that kind of like being in different places, going from place to place, suited me in the past because it was kind of like the holiday lifestyle. But now because I work and I train and stuff like that, I recognise that changing environments all the time isn't really good for me. It does make totally. me feel that little bit less, like I suppose, stable. So now I'm kind of looking to stay in Bali for a little bit longer um and because of the visa situation you're meant to kind of leave the country every 60 days so I'll travel from there so it'll be like going on holidays and stuff like that so going to Vietnam in September um but yeah it just it just I can't explain how much it opens up your mind it it gives you confidence and that's the problem a lot of people think I don't have the confidence to go travel but you don't get confidence like you get confidence through action basically you get confidence by proving to yourself that you can do hard things you can do uncomfortable things and stepping out of your comfort zone you know
1: definitely I totally agree I think that idea of pushing yourself to be that bit like uncomfortable and to do things that you wouldn't normally do is massive then in like You'd, you'd be so surprised when you look back in a month or two god i like i don't give a shit anymore before <laughs> that used to be such a big deal to me like the simple thing you said chatting to someone before like that would have been such a big deal to you whereas like now mm. having forced yourself out of your comfort zones like everything is made so much easier you know and i'm so like you as a, and it's it's gas when you say about like kind of needing to settle more i totally get that i'm the exact same like thrive on <laughs> routine and i'm so bad i'd love to be better with change but i'm just not going to a new place and being in a new environment i find it so hectic sometimes you know i love that idea of you know settling somewhere and kind of getting to know the whole area Mm -hmm. having your gym and having everything else but yeah i know everyone's so different and it's so true what you say as well about sorry i'm picking up on like everything i'm just thinking as i'm going (laughs) (laughs) like that sheep mentality i totally get it even the simple thing of like when i was during covid i lived at home and I live in like a small town in Ireland and then like I went to a city to like go and work and do my job and even the difference between like people you'll meet in the city versus people you'll meet from home there's even a difference within that in itself like you said people yeah. are a bit more willing to be different and kind of do different things and just try different things and whatever else it's funny you mm-hmm. know um mm-hmm. I think it's kind of harder when you're in a smaller town go against the grain and all that but
0: I was just kind of agree with you like I think that's the thing that we all if your environment's not diverse, Doing something differently is going to feel like you're the odd one out, and as humans, we naturally want to fit in. We naturally want to be accepted by the tribe. So it feels so wrong and uncomfortable and scary because of the potential risks. Like that's all in their head, basically. <laughs> but one quote that really helped me was, "Why fit in when you were born to stand out?" That was like I think Doctor Suit Doctor Seuss, but I. Someone, I think it was in work or something like that. Someone gave us a little, um, what are they called? It's a little card with that on it. And I was like, Oh my god, I don't have to fit in, I don't have to try to be liked by everyone, I don't have to do what everyone else is doing. And that's helped me. And I still sometimes struggle with that. I still like, like when you get to Bali you're kind of like trying to make your new friends, or wherever you're going, you're trying to fit in with people, obviously, because you don't want to be a loner, but it's still, it's still, you still have to try and be connected to yourself authentically and just try and think okay well what do I actually want like do I actually vibe with these people do I actually want to go and do all these things that they're asking me to do um like I know some clients that they're moving and say that they're trying to work on getting their period back or whatever and they're suddenly going on loads of nights out and trying to join CrossFit and trying to do all these kind of things and I'm like yeah that's important for your social life but you do need to find that balance of not deprioritizing your own need or your own health just in place of like fitting in with people you know that kind of way totally because even it's like you said it's kind of having that questioning
1: mindset to be oh like do i want to do this for me or is it other people I've, I've said it before like i say it so many times because i love to emphasize the message and like get it home that you live for you and not others so before like i could never understand there'd be certain things i do and i could never understand like why i'd be in a bit bad mood afterwards i'd be like why do i feel like upset with myself or like <laughs> down on myself for doing whatever I did and it's just it was that idea that I was going against my own values by doing the things of other people and like I wasn't being loyal to myself instead I was being loyal to those around me and that's fine too but like you said it's just about prioritizing you and kind of being aware of that and you kind of spoke a lot I want to kind of focus on your business because it seems really interesting and like you do a lot like you said female health and wellness and there's a good bit out there and like there's definitely more coming to light but I feel it's very hard to access beneficial information that like people can actually learn something from so in terms of the business that you've set up and what you've done like what is it that the health hunt is all about and what does it like what can it do for others
0: yeah so basically it's a coaching business at the minute um and I'm kind of have other like resources available say um so i'm very big on reflection because even with like the the likes of reiki and all those kind of things it's always about going inward like i can tell you xyz to do for your hormones but there could be other aspects that is affecting you mentally that you need to figure out for yourself um so like i'd get them to do journaling i'd get them to do meditation or some sort of regulation of their body um we'd obviously focus on digestion hormones um relationship with food disordered eating uncovering the effects of diet culture um so i'm really big on i i think like i don't identify with any one side like there's obviously the diet culture side and the fitness culture side then there's obviously the kind of body positive intuitive eating where you're not able to diet you're not able to change yourself you're not able to do anything that is anything to do with like diet culture or fitness culture and I don't think that's right I think we need to meet in the middle I think we need to have services available to people that so for example if someone has PCOS and they're over overweight that is going to be something that impacts their health but not as big of a thing that impacts their health as people think down to diet culture, they'll let you just be like, "You have to lose weight. You have to lose body fat." Blah blah blah. When like I might have a client come to me who is technically overweight, but she's not actually eating anything. She may have disordered eating. She has the fear of God in her to eat because she has been told time and time again by doctors, by society, she needs to lose weight. So her metabolism is fucked to the point where she actually can't lose weight. She gets told time and time again to eat less, move more. All this bullshit. That I'm so sick of hearing but it's not health focused. So everything that I do at the forefront is your health first, even if that means taking a break from dieting and focusing on your relationship with food first, your digestion first, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And it doesn't mean that you can't lose weight. It doesn't mean that you can't um, train hard. It doesn't mean any of these things, but you may have to go through periods of time of prioritizing your health first, of achieving those health-based goals first, then having a look at how you can be consistent with the other things. Um, like I'm really, really big on helping women feel empowered with their health because I think we always think that health is this, complex thing that if you go to the doctor the doctor will sort you out if the doctor can't help you you can't help yourself so that's what I'm really big on like like I explained at the start of this really my whole experience has been that my whole experience has been feeling fucking helpless feeling like I actually can't do anything like I'm so confused by the amount of bullshit online like there's so much conflicting information and um, like just to give you something for some more IBS They may be trying to avoid sugar because they're told sugar is bad, whatever. But then they have the low calorie alternatives, which is artificial sweeteners. And it messes with their IBS. So people are feeling so stuck. People are feeling so lost that that's where I come in, I suppose, of really helping them understand, really putting their mind at ease and looking at things one at a time, one step at a time. That's the thing as well. A lot of like typical challenges or coaching and things like that are so fast paced or like six week challenges and all this kind of shit where they go balls to the wall and they try all the things. They don't learn anything. They don't understand what all or nothing is. They don't understand how to be in the middle, how to take things one step at a time, how to work with your nervous system and habit management, which is to do with your neurological system. So there's lots of science, mental health um like spiritual hormones everything it's all connected so that's really big about my coaching so someone might come to me just thinking they've got digestive issues they don't really know that what ibs is they might not even understand that they have got hormonal issues as well and they'll get everything basically in that coaching because even if we just start working on their digestion that's going to impact your hormones because you're increasing your fiber or because you're practicing mindfulness or whatever so it really is um it's a specific service that I offer it's not I'd love to be able to have it as like not as specific and to make it more streamlined so it's like I don't know people always like like
1: more accessible if like you're not yeah
0: yeah yeah so it's like a scalable business and whatever but for now my coaching is very much just personalized and it's one-to-one and I'm gonna I've got some courses that I'm working on in the background that will be that um so people can access that so people can work on their relationship with food their hormones their digestion in their own time um and they don't need to do they don't want to do one-to-one coaching but I think a lot of people are afraid to do one-to-one coaching because they're afraid that the coach is going to give out to them. Like if some of my clients are like, oh my God, I can't believe your voice. That was so nice this week because I thought that you were going to say X, Y, Z to me, get a grip of yourself, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, like who coached you before? So that's a big thing for me is like really, it's a team. Like we're a team basically. It's not a dictatorship. It's not the need to show up, but a gold star each week. Because what I'll actually say to them is when you, feel like you fucked up you can actually learn so much like if you show up a coach and every single week and everything's going fine amazing if it's not going fine also amazing because we can uncover what limits and beliefs you have what barriers you have because there is a lot of barriers and I think a lot of people think that they blame themselves They think that they can't do things because they don't have time or they're just not that type of person who can do all of these things or whatever so we work on everything on a mindset side of things as well as like the physical and the physiological as well
1: yeah totally so and I feel like you're here like I don't know maybe it's the certain people I'm following because I've definitely tried to adjust my Instagram to like follow people that give me something and that I enjoy you know and kind of benefit me in a way but I definitely see a lot more surrounding like the mind mind body spirit connection and like how much it's all so connected and impacts one another it's so true like if you if you think of a time when you were going through bad mental health like obviously your physical symptoms and whatever was going on within your physical body was so much more affected and impacted and like the idea even I know like the idea of simply being hung over and obviously feeling bad within yourself that's both a mental and a physical thing like you feel you know what I mean you feel it on both sides. Like, it's the same with anything else. Like if you're eating bad foods, not even to label things, because I know it's bad to label things, it's like bad foods, but like getting all the nutrients that you need, basically. And you are kind of missing out on those certain nutrients or whatever. Like you don't feel as good within yourself, you know. So, yeah, I think it's really cool that you incorporate like all aspects. So like you said, you can kind of get like a full based approach and like a sustainable approach towards the whole, fixing people, I suppose, and bettering people and helping them to thrive more within life in all areas. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's real it's holistic. And I think when you think of holistic coaching, you think of like crystals and fucking sage and all that mad shit, but it's not. It's like taking a step back, looking at the bigger picture, which is what doctors don't do. you go into a doctor surgery with digestive issues, they'll say, Okay, what's the symptom? and we'll fix the symptom rather than addressing the root cause. So that's really what I do. I take a step back, look at the bigger picture, connect the dots because like your gut and your brain is connected. You've got hormones that communicate with one another throughout your whole body. So your whole body is like, you've got an issue somewhere in like one part of your body. You're most likely going to have it somewhere else or some habit you do is affecting some, some other parts of your body. You know, it's not, it's not as simple as just looking at the symptom and trying to fix that. It's trying to put in the sustainable habits changing your nutrition changing your diet your lifestyle everything so you can impact your whole health and it's really like like what you said there like a big thing for me is like getting people out of survival mode and getting them into feeling like they're actually thriving and because a lot of people feel like they're barely surviving (laughs) I know totally and then like you had mentioned kind of everything
1: you do in terms of health and wellness and what have you kind of found amongst like people that be kind of where there's an area where there's maybe a lot of misinformation or where like you're shocked that people don't know certain things about whatever like what do you kind of think is I suppose if you'd any advice or any kind of general information to leave people with today like what what would you like to like impart with them or you know inform us of?
0: god I don't know where to start <laughs> yeah
1: I know there's probably so much to be fair
0: <laughs> yeah um because I, I suppose I do have three areas I specialize in and within those three areas there's so much bullshit like so much bullshit um like I think I think a lot of Say the diet culture, fitness culture thing still focuses so heavily on calories that people are so afraid to not track calories or to over to eat over a certain points that they're depriving themselves of nutrients. So that's something that's really important is like not always looking for the low calorie alternative when you could be. So just to give an example, you could go for like the Weight Watchers bread, which is low calories, uh, instead of having the higher fiber um higher fiber bread or skipping carbs altogether you know there's lots of extreme approaches in diet culture and fitness culture in health and i think the one thing you should avoid is extreme approaches if someone is so heavily um adamant or they advocate for don't eat this never have this blah 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 like that's probably bullshit like there is such an individual approach and and like your nutrition your lifestyle should be personalized to you um like I'm not going to give the same I'm not going to be able to get two of any two of my clients to do the exact same things um, because they will have very different reactions within their body. They also have very different lifestyles. Some may have kids, some may not have kids. They have very different experiences from their whole life that has led them to have the beliefs they have today and so on. So that's one thing is to understand is that to approach, even if you're following like your favorite influencer or nutritionist or fits person or whatever, What they do is not necessarily going to work for you. And that's not a reflection of you. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. It just means that you there's something missing for you and for your health. That that's really it, I suppose. Um, there is a lot of yeah, I don't know, there's so many myths I could talk about (laughs) with like hormones, everything. Um, and yeah, like even down to like the pill and stuff like that there are like, I would probably advocate for a lot of women to come off the pill if it's affecting their body, but there are, which in my experience is a lot of people, but there are people that are on the pill and they don't have issues with with it. So I'm not going to blast on my Instagram that every single person needs to come off the pill, you know, whereas I am not going to be that doctor that says if there's absolutely nothing wrong with the pill, you know, there is, a gray area and that's kind of what I said at the start I think that's why I find it hard to talk about things on Instagram sometimes because yeah. I'm like I have this opinion but in the back of my head I'm thinking about oh well this client was different this time and so was that client because of, you know yeah all these it's such a yeah it. yeah it's such so, a personalized area like it, and
1: that's like you said it's so hard to generalize and say oh this person should come off the pill or this person should stay on it you know it's it's very hard like people really need to come to you personally and like that makes so much sense and what you were saying even about like how your business has to be so specific at the minute because do you know what I mean like that makes total sense because we're all so different as people you know and we are all experienced different things within our own bodies
0: and that's another thing as well is that i think people are afraid to get help like i think they think that it's well maybe they don't feel ready and that's fair enough but like you can make your life so much easier if you just seek professional support from a coach or a nutritionist or whatever, um, therapist. Even like a lot of us stay within our struggles. We we were afraid to invest in ourselves. We're afraid to commit to a coach or commit to yourself, really, because th- well, there's lots of reasons why, but it's most likely fear, I think, for a lot of people. Um, but they don't realize the impact that's going to have on their life like a lot of my clients at the end of it say that like I've changed their life and that's not something that I've done it's something we've done together I've literally just given them strategies or helped them work through different things that they've done themselves so it's very challenging for for them for some people it's really really easy because it just clicks they're just motivated they didn't have stressful periods trail coaching whatever everyone's experience is so different but Every single one of the clients feels 10 times better because they have working hormones, working digestion. They're not going into social situations, riddled with fear or consumed by, sh- can they eat the burger or feeling the guilt or wondering if they're going to have diarrhea or flatulence or whatever. Like there's, there's just like, they've got their sex life back. They've got their mental health back. They, they feel like they're enjoying life again. They're feeling calm in themselves, inner peace. You know, these are all aspects that we're not aware that we can access if we seek support it's like what i said that i didn't realize two years ago with anxiety and with all those health issues that this is actually something that i could do and the services were not available at the time i i did not exist a lot of there is a lot of other great coaches and people that i even follow that they're doing the same thing so what i do my job did not exist a few years ago so when i was doing the insert it did not exist so Take advantage of the services that are available. Even if you don't sign up to a coach, take note of like what workshops or master classes they have or read books or just just invest in yourself because whatever your current situation is, it does not have to be like that forever. Totally. And you'd
1: mentioned there, I suppose, because the pill is often like such a hot topic and like there's obviously so many people who are on it. But then equally, like I know a lot of people who are coming off it because Like you said, they kind of just see a whole different person within themselves when they're not on it. And like, what would be your advice? Like, you had mentioned, you know, you wouldn't recommend it to everyone because like certain people feel okay on the pill and they're like doing okay being on it. But like, how does someone know, I suppose, essentially, if the pill is doing good for them or doing worse for them? Like, I suppose maybe is the only way to come off it and see the difference. Is that like the only way people can know?
0: So, I personally think if you have the likes of PCOS, that it's not beneficial for you because. What they do is they say, take the pill, it will mask the symptoms and give you symptom relief temporarily. But you're still going to have to come back and address those symptoms. But it also gives people the false hope that it's going to fix their PCOS. It doesn't address other things underlying because there's like different drivers for pcos so say for example inflammation the pill does not improve inflammation it typically worsens it Um, and insulin resistance it does not improve insulin resistance and and by just not addressing it it could worsen it it could improve um symptoms like hair growth acne and stuff like that so again you're treating the symptoms you're not actually going to the root and you're just prolonging the issue further down the line now if you work on those issues and you come off the pill temporarily and kind of work on regulating your cycles work on all those um drivers for your PCOS you could go back on hormonal contraception um and really sort that out or be on the coil in the interim or have a look at natural cycles or whatever it's not to say that like again there's no one size fits all it's not a, a black or white answer as such um I do think that a lot of women know themselves they know themselves that they're feeling more emotional they're feeling moody their mental health is worse their libido is worse and um, they may have worsened health issues they may be more reactive all those kind of things um and even some women would put on the pill for their skin and the skin doesn't actually improve but they're still afraid to come off it because they were told that's going to improve their skin so there's a lot of like if you were on the pill for non contraceptive reasons like you actually don't want to be on it for contraceptive reasons you were told it will fix your hormones that's not what it does so it's I think for yourself and again everyone has to make their decision for themselves like I will not ever say to someone you shouldn't be on the pill if you feel like you need to be on hormonal contraception for having an active sex life without feeling riddled with fear that you're going to get pregnant that's that's a decision you make for you and that's absolutely fine there's nothing wrong with that but I think if you know yourself that it's not suiting you and you're probably been fed a little bit of bullshit by doctors that you've got a fear in you do seek an alternative professional opinion because it's most likely not true. Cool,
1: and you had mentioned PCOS there. And just for people who like don't know what that is, or like, do you mind like just explaining it a small bit? I suppose and kind of giving people a general gist of like what it is and
0: what are the symptoms and everything else. Yeah, um. So PCOS is a metabolic condition. So people think that because it's like cysts in the name that you need to have cysts on your ovaries to basically have the condition. But there's two out of three criteria that you must meet, so you can have, um. A certain drawing a blank now you have what's called uh oligo um ovulation so it means that you either don't ovulate but you don't have a menstrual cycle um or you it have irregular ovulation or irregular periods okay so that's one thing the second thing is going to be the cysts on the ovaries so you can have them or not and the third thing is chemical or i suppose physical um those kind of male characteristics so either on blood test it shows up or physically you can see it so you might have hair which is hair growth kind of like male characteristic hair like facial hair and stuff like that and um, you might have a receding hairline they might have um a deeper voice they might have loads of acne loads of oily skin lots of um heavy sweat and stuff like that so you might have two out of the three of those you might have all three and a lot of the time doctors will even dismiss them and just say okay well you don't have xyz blood test so that's not true your testosterone is isn't high on the blood so you don't have PCOS." but that's not the case so I'll, oftentimes i'll work with clients they'll come to me thinking they're PCOS told they don't have pcs feeling lost and i'll actually advocate for them to get further testing so that can be a process that clients will come to me not necessarily with a diagnosis but we'll work on that together um but basically you have got those symptoms and it's due to inflammation and insulin resistance which is to do with imbalanced blood sugars and stuff like that um uh, your adrenal glands so if you are highly highly stressed so stress really really affects your hormones um, and then the pill so the pill can influence it as well so particularly when you come off the pill you can experience heightened PCOS symptoms or if you don't have PCOS before you went on the pill you may experience like a temporary PCOS um, and your symptoms may go away with time or they might not you might actually get diagnosed with PCOS so it just depends really um not you're not going to have all of those drivers you may have less of one or the other um or you may have all of them so yeah um typically again medically they kind of are like you're either they'll just focus on weight they'll just focus on body fat and that you need to lose weight and like i mentioned before that's something that is difficult to deal with some clients because their metabolism is really, really affected. I suppose people would typically say they've got a slow metabolism, but it's just that their body has shut down um, because they're not getting enough energy in or because your body has been so highly stressed. So I might spend a lot of time on my clients working on those issues first before we even look at weight loss. And but it's not that we're disregarding weight loss, it t- typically can happen as a byproduct. as looking after your health and putting those healthy habits in place but if you constantly look at weight loss constantly look through the lens of diet culture you're most likely going to deprioritize your health
1: I suppose I've literally taken off so much of your time so thanks (laughs) so much but is there anything else you'd like to say or like anything else you'd like to mention before we kind of suppose bring it to an end
0: yeah um I suppose if anyone wanted um I do have resources on my website like I mentioned I have like the Digestion Masterclass I've got the Coming Off the Pill Masterclass Journal and ebook and then I've got like my own coaching services and one off consultations as well if you just wanted to have a chat and make things a little bit more personalized um, I also have my own podcast as well if any of these topics that people wanted to listen to um I go obviously we've got more time in each episode yeah. so go more in more depth as well um but yeah you can follow me on the instagram on the health one and that's really where i am i don't have tiktok yet i'm not letting myself have tiktok because i'll waste so much time
1: <laughs> so fair
0: Brill. <laughs> and have you actually i always end it on
1: this note because i just like to end it positively and whatever else and kind of leave people a little quote to live by so is there any like quote you choose to kind of live by or use I know like everyone I say this to they're like oh my god there's too many like I can't narrow it down but is there anyone that kind of sticks out for you I know you had mentioned the one earlier
0: by Dr Seuss so you can use that again if you want or yeah um god I can't think of any quote at the minute I suppose I don't have like a quote but I can't I suppose I always have phases of my life where I've got different things that I'm focusing on Um. so at the moment I'm really focusing on like reconnecting with myself and really kind of getting back to live my life by me and what I want to do It's kind of like what you said earlier on Um. and really getting back I think I've had a few stressful months a few things happen in my personal life and like I said so much change in my environment that I'm really just want to get focused on like inner peace and stuff like that so um yeah I suppose I'm just working on my energy and all that good stuff as well